good Just like everybody should I know you think you can't But we hit it Tell you we think you could Competing in the game of life Flip the world above my head Connecting with the universe Until our soul inside is fed Family is everything Laughing every chance I get We gon' live it to the fullest In the end there's no regrets Do what makes you happy Don't listen to negativity Haters always shaking We create a versatility Chasing our reality I show you how to ball fast Energy and positivity All in the podcast Conversation. I think that you should have introduced this guest because she's more dear to you. I know. God. Okay, so this is my sister Lindsay, and she has something to say. And I really like talking to her because she is very passionate what she says, and she's really intellectually smart. So she's got these big words that'll roll off her tongue, make her sound all savvy. Well, I, I don't want to say that to make her sound savvy. She is savvy. Like, she has a perspective, and she is very positive. Very. Which is, like, I mean, Tiff, you're positive, and I just think it's cool that you have these two younger sisters. They're twins. Um, hopefully, we'll have your other twin on one day. Yeah. And um, Leah, I'm sure, um, is a lot like Lindsay in this sense, but... It's just all about um, the choices we make in life. Yeah, she made up some really good points. And I think it's more or less because she noticed how it was affecting, how it came and affect in her life. So the choices that she made from when she got up for work in the morning to living a healthier lifestyle to, and we even talked about, you know, choosing to step out of our comfort zone and, you know, complimenting each other. Yeah. Yeah, it was cool. I like that conversation. Yeah, there was a lot there. So I'm really excited to share this with everybody and introduce, you know, this badass sister of mine. (laughs) One of them, one of the three that I have. And yeah, let's hear it. Choices, choices, choices. Oh, God. Stop. Megan, stop. All right, thank you for coming to Box Talk. We have Tiff here, Miss Jill, and we have brought on my sister, Lindsay. Whoop, whoop. Hello. <laughs> ow, ow. I, I, my voice is not allowing me to howl. That's so sad. So um, we actually had a really interesting topic that um, Lindsay's been mauling over for the last little while, and... It's about choices. And now you said that you were like getting up in the in the morning thinking choices. Like what brought this on? I think that in the industry that I work in, um, the service industry, I'm a server, you encounter a lot of different people. And everyone is generally um, socially able, very comfortable talking to one another. And they'll tell you your, their problems. And um, a lot of the time, it's, it's their problem is never their fault. And that just got me to thinking, you know, like what, what, where did their problems start? And I always thought that it starts with the choice that you make. Mm-hmm. The people you choose to interact with, 
the Stop, no. um, decision to do this or do that. Like it all starts with a choice that you make. Do you want to involve yourself in someone's problem? Do you want to go to the park or do you want to go to the club? You know, like, I don't know. It's just everything starts with a choice. It's a very interesting concept, what you're thinking, because it does come down to choice. Um, so, like, when we talk about, like, living a healthier, happier life, it takes a choice to move a certain direction. So, if the direction is losing weight or, like, you know, going to the gym. Yeah, me was going to school. You going know? to school. Like, do I want that's to go hard. to school? Do I want to go to school now or do I want to go later? And uh, I think it really, um, I irked my own skin because I procrastinated this semester with signing up for school. Um, I had a breakup and I didn't want to encounter the ex-boyfriend, so I made up all these excuses why I can sign up later, sign up later, and then I missed my semester. So I, I, I chose, you know, I made a choice. So now I have to live with it and I'm deciding to um, make the best of it. I was telling Jill earlier that I'm going to work a lot. You know, if I'm not going to go to school, I'm going to work. And I'm going to build a bank account that allows me to go to school next semester and work less and go to school more. So, so that's a goal. So when you set goals, it's really important to like work backwards. So yeah. Like, right? Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm not, I, I choose not to dwell in that I'm not going to school next semester. I'm not going to mope. Right. I'm not going to, I'm not going to like let this be a bad thing. I choose to make it a good thing. And to make it a good thing is going to be work hard, build a bank account that makes me more comfortable for the next semester so I can take more courses and work less. So when you say it like that, like choosing, like you choose not to mope about it, you choose not to complain about it, it's like, it's like changing your perspective in it. Nobody wants to be in a constant state of sadness or poor me, or at least I don't. And if you do, then you choose to stay there. Right. Mm -hmm. I choose not to stay in this poor me attitude, I want to enjoy my day. And yeah, you can you can let yourself cry a little. I think that's healthy. I think it's okay to have a moment totally. of like yeah. victim. <laughs> yeah, what was I? <laughs> totally. But I I'm going to choose to be a victim. Yeah, and okay. I did. I had my moment of mope, and then I just decided I didn't want to be in that state of mind anymore, so I chose... To see the shiny light in it all. And I gave myself a direction and I gave myself a goal and it's going to be great. I'm going to work my ass off and I'm going to be really comfortable next semester and going to pay some debt down. I think the biggest thing I took from Up in the Kitchen when you told me um, you believe in everything in life, you have a choice. I was like, um, someone else said that to me a few years back and I was like, okay, I need to choose to get through one thing a day. And then it will give you that confidence to like build that in your mind to change that perspective. Because I did, um, I am a lot around a lot of negative people, and I think also being in the service industry and like you know Tiff and I do um, the more cosmetic side of it, but it's generally the same people, and they do come to you with their "woe is me" stories, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and you have to kind of be there for them and listen and hear it out, and you can't always be like you know, in their face, like, what did, what did, what's your part in it? Meanwhile, yeah. Meanwhile, you're thinking that in your mind. Totally. So I, I wanted to be that person that woke up and was like, I'm going to change my perspective so I don't get full into the negativity. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of the things I did was I'm going to choose to make my bed every morning. Nice. 
Yeah. One foot in front of the other, right? Because that's such a positive reinforcement when you walk into your room and you're like, yeah, my bed's made. Yes. And that feels good. So what other small step, or even if that's a big step, that might be a big step for people. Totally. What's next? You know, that felt good. I think it's like super encouraging for men for that one. Like I dated a guy who he struggled so much in life and I was like, hey, just wake up and make your bed. Yeah. Then you know at the end of the day you've accomplished one thing in the world. Totally. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I like what you mentioned earlier when we were talking about, um, like you were saying, like what you learned about depressed people and people like who have a hard time making that next step. Yeah, we were talking Dude. about our beloved Linda. Yeah. But Maja. like I feel like I feel like I've been there t- so many times. Yeah. Like I've had a hard time breaking through certain barriers just to make that step. Yeah. That first step. It's like I feel like a lot of people too like being in the beauty industry, you hear this like people want to do certain things but they can't. Right. Or you hear your girlfriend complaining about their boyfriend and they want to leave them, but they can't. But they don't do because it's so about hard. It. Right. Because it's so hard. Right. But it's like, it's that one step further just to push yourself towards that direction. And even if that, and that does come down to making a choice. Yeah. So you have to choose, you know, that that's the direction you're going to go and choose what will it take to get that going. And then you choose that and, you, right. and then it's like, I think the hardest part for women in this is we decide, but we always look back. Oh, yeah. I think, like, men have more of a tendency to choose something, and that's it. They've chosen it. Right. They're not looking back. No, I agree with you. But as women, we look back, and we, like, Mm -hmm. Did I make the right decision? Why do we doubt? I don't know. We overanalyze. That's, I think, what it is. Well, that's for sure. Well, have you ever had a man ask for closure? Have you ever had a man be like, I just need closure? No, it's women. We always need closure. Right? <laughs> and it's like, we also never get the closure that we wanted in the first place. But well, it's yeah. like, it's like we strive for something that's not even gonna, it's not even gonna be there. Yeah, like for example, with my ex-boyfriend, you know, such a nice guy, but he had really hard time, he had a hard time loving himself, so I don't think he could ever truly love me or anyone else. And that was something that he had to discover on his own, and I really noticed that with him. And uh, I kept going back to him. Every time we'd break up, I'd go back to him, which is not my personality. Because I felt like, okay, maybe we'll try this. Maybe we'll try this. And every time I tried this, I like, I expired. There was no more tries. There was nothing new to try. And so I'm like, okay, I can wipe my hands clean of this. And I felt closure. You know, like I was able because, like you said, women question themselves. Did I try? Yeah. What if I did this instead? And so I did all those with... Nate, and then I was like, you know what? You do you, I'm gonna go do me because you and I are not doing each other. But right do you now. think that your intuition had spoke at some point before that where you knew but you'd second guessed it? Yeah, but yeah. You I, knew that he wasn't the one. How do you know? But you until knew. you try. Your stomach told But you need you. to almost beat it till the point where you're like, I, I'm I'm doing that I've been doing that for three years mm-hmm. with my failed marriage. I'm like did I try hard enough? Mm. Should I go back? Like you go through this vicious cycle in your head yeah. as women and you're just like, at, eventually you have to make a choice, like you said, yeah. to be like, okay, I gave it my all. Totally. Move forward. Yeah, yeah. Or choose to let it go. Yes. Yeah. Choose to accept that it didn't work. You know, you have a choice. Do you want to get caught in this rat race, this caucus race in your mind that's you're never going to win? No. So you got to let it go. 
Well, it's choosing to move forward, choosing to let it go, and then choosing to learn from it. So then you're not being so flippy floppy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right? So, like, what lessons can you take from that from here moving forward? That's a huge one, just in applying it to your future relationships. Like, okay, what did I learn from that relationship? Yeah. And I, like, I mean, you have it, Tiff, but I've been through a ton of relationships. I'm like, if I could take one thing from each of them. (laughs) Yeah, I think I have. Like, I, I'm, like, maybe I'm, like, being cocky, but I think I, I don't carry forward my ex-relationship to the next. That was another thing that used to piss me off about Nate. He'd always be, like, my last relationship, this, my ex-girlfriend. Then I'm, like, have you ever heard me mention my ex-boyfriend? <laughs> Never. Because they have nothing to do with you and I. Right. I'm a new person since that ex, and now I'm a new person with you because I'm taking what I learned and then applying this new person to you, and hopefully we jive, and if we don't. Which have you did. ever been with someone who was like still really good friends with their ex? Yeah, well, Nate said he was, but and she was engaged and she got married, but like they never talked every day, like it, they didn't speak every day. And, yeah, but he had this, he did have a, a girl that he was really good friends with, and you know how it's usually guys telling girls, That guy friend you have is waiting for us to break up, he really likes you. Guys yeah. and girls can't be friends. I almost felt like I was having that conversation with him, I'm like, That girl's just waiting. She's really? just waiting for opportunity, Nate. Like, you're really putting on the blinders, or you are just so low in your self-esteem that you want all the attention you can get. You know what? My brothers say that to me, because I have quite a few guy friends, and I tend to get along with guys more than girls, just because of, I'm just more of a guy. Sure. Like, the way I, but I, I do have tons of girlfriends as well, yep. now, moving forward. But they were always like, no matter what, those guys aren't your friends. I'm like, yeah, they are. He's like, if it came down to the fact if they could be with you, they would. And I was like, I disagree, because there's some of them that I would. So that's so interesting, because I've had lots of male friends. And some of us have been in relations, and some of us haven't. Um, But to be honest, more have than have not. But we've been able to maintain the friendship, because... After you've, like... After we've been together, because if anyone knows me, I can really emotionally detached from things and I do appreciate physical beauty and I'm not saying I'm just going to give it to anyone I'm like ooh that's pretty you're such a whore I'm going to go give it I'm going to give it to them but no but like how can you not when when you when you're attracted to the opposite sex yeah you know when you're and you have a connection yeah you're connected just like you mean okay so just like moments where you're like okay (laughs) you decided one not decided one night but it just happened but the next day you're like let's still be friends totally a perfect example, I'm just going to call him John. His name's not John. But he and I, really good friends, and uh, I never felt any sexual tension from him or me giving any to him. He just wasn't my type, and I wasn't his. And he always had a girlfriend, and I was, I was fine. Like, we weren't like that. And then one night we went to a concert, and, like, things just got heated, and, and it happened. And then we were like, are you okay? We're like, yeah, I'm okay. Are you okay? He's like, cool. Cool. Let's move on. Like, yeah. <laughs> Totes. Because I knew who he was and he knew where I was, so I think we were comfortable um, going over the boundary of friendship. And I don't think I would ever do with anyone where I felt that they had emotional feelings for me. That's kind of neat that you guys checked in with each other. Totally. During. And then, yeah. I don't think I could do it with anyone that I didn't feel was uh, able to bounce back to friendship. If someone was like, okay, let me take you over dinner tomorrow, let me do this, I'd be like, I would know not to do that. Yeah. that That would be so selfish on my part messing with somebody yeah. that had more feelings for me just so that I can get that instant gratification and then be like, P.S., back to friendship. 
Okay, question. But, okay, yeah. Okay, so I really liked when you said, because a lot of people can't do this, um, like, and this is just an example, and you could use this across the board for anything. You said that you don't bring your other relationships into your current one. Never. So what, how do you do that? Like, what, why not, why not? What, what, what changed? Like, when did that occur for you? Because I feel like when I'm with someone, I'm learning something with them at that moment. And when that person's gone, my learning experience with them is over. Right. And so now it's just my experience. So when I start another learning experience with someone new, I'm that new person. I'm mm-hmm. like, there's no visual here in a podcast. It's so difficult. Here's my timeline. She's moving her hands. I'm moving hands. All over the place I'm right now. I'm talking like Speaking crazy. Language. <laughs> this is me and... John Doe, and then this is me when John Doe goes, and then I meet George Doe, and then this is Lindsay and George Doe, (laughs) you know? George Doe. So during that time between John Doe and George Doe, I had my own growing and learning experience from John, and I'm going to take that new Lindsay that learned patience, that learned tolerance, that learned these new signs of maybe he's not being faithful or whatever it might be, and I'm going to be that Lindsay with George. And then George, and then Lindsay might grow with George to become another Lindsay. And not saying I'm ever going to change my core values, but any relationship, a friendship, a family member, a relationship, you continue to evolve who you are and refine your skills and maybe hopefully grow a little wiser. They'll affect you. Totally. They will. Even in negative ways. Yeah. Yeah. Like- it, that's so powerful because a lot of people can't do that. people get hardened well that's the thing so you know I have been in a relationship I've been cheated on before yeah and it's hard for me I mean last six months I've been alone and I've worked through this but it's it was really hard for me to now trust the men moving forward Mm -hmm. and I would always be so skeptical I'm Mm. like oh no I smell I smell you cheating and they wouldn't be oh shoot it sucks that's hard yeah it's just like such a trust issue well do you think that maybe you're not done learning from that cheating experience maybe you haven't rebuilt yourself to the fullest that that you can be yeah so last year I decided I was gonna be single and I was like I need to take moments to realize to work through all those relationships and to see what I took from it so I took six months off and now, six months off the D, no D. Yeah, it was Dude, good. Hardcore. It's like it was oh, terrible. Okay. Good. I mean, sure. I had one slip up with taco, but let's call him taco. <laughs> Sounds like a she. taco dough. <laughs> Sounds like a she. <laughs> no, 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 no. It wasn't a she. Oh it could have been. It was, <laughs> oh my god. Sure. It's called the human factor when you slip up. It's human factor. Oh, yeah. But anyways, one of my really good friends, we've remained friends after. So it's it's good. It was fine. But um yeah, I I realized that and I took time out a time out. Yeah. Yeah, with ex, you know, Nate, as much as he tried to love me, I was my um my self confidence and my self assurance, it was um, suffocating. And it was, it was going down and I wasn't feeling good about myself. And it, it wasn't his intention. Like, and, or maybe he did. Misery loves company. But, um, yeah, but that's a subconscious thing. People, if you're, if you're aware of like, I'm fucking mad. I want that person mad. Nobody thinks like that. They're I just don't think like, so. they're just like, I'm making Unless mad. they're really evil. Yeah. But I mean, but to be that aware. Yeah. 
you know, yeah. but like all, all of this does come down to choosing totally. whether you're going to go for that or not. Like, so my self-esteem suffered a bit from Nate and, you know, I still have positive feelings for him, but I know it's to my benefit. I'm not going to benefit anybody if I'm not at my fullest. And so until I can bounce back from this, from Nate, I couldn't give myself to anyone because I think it would be unfair for them to have to suffer with my old Lindsay that's yeah. still in the Nate stage. Right. Yeah. Because so, you're not because you're not fully done and, dealing. And yeah. I've done that before. And yeah. it's sad because I jumped into a relationship from relationship to relationship like for the last three years trying to fulfill something mm. when it was like in the end I, I needed to work through my marriage. Right, right, yeah. right. And it was like none of these men were going to help me do that. Totally. And instead I hurt them all. Yeah, and you don't intend to. No, it's a terrible feeling. Yeah. <laughs> I've already, like, prepared a speech if someone has ever come along because mom always said never look for something because if you do, you're not going to get what you deserve. So I never look for anything, but so... Is that, like, setting up expectations? Totally. Yeah, yeah. You know, I watched Bird Box and I had such high expectations and I was like, you know what, yes. okay. <laughs> um, Sandra Bullock's so hot. She's such a star. Ah, oh, such a star. Kills. Anyways. Anyways. Um, it's like, it's, it's honestly, emotionally, I don't know what I have to offer at this time. If you want to hang out and get to one, know one another, then I won't, I won't stop that. Like, I think it would be fun to get to know more people and have more positive people in your life. But if someone was to emotionally depend on me, I'm not your person at this moment. Wow. But why would you need, why would you want somebody around if they're emotionally depending on you like I can't well, even imagine it with friends you would do that with people you do that with your husband you I do that with say, me yeah we engage in a relationship it's not a negative when thing. I cry you cry you know I what guess. I mean like it's it's not a negative thing no. if someone was to emotionally depend on you like my tribe my friend circle my family I totally emotionally depend on you guys if I was with right. a male okay I get who what you didn't saying. let me in it wouldn't be real totally I agree with that yeah yeah you got to be able to you know, feel things. I think it's so funny that you prepare a speech because every guy that I dated for the last, like, couple years, um, I also gave him a speech mm. like that. I was like, I hurt men. <laughs> <laughs> Period. Black, black widow. <laughs> Let me start. And I'm like, I, like, and I just totally actually had a speech ready and I would say it to them. I'm like, yeah. I don't think that you're the one that's going to challenge me and change me because it's not going to happen. Dang. <laughs> yeah. It's like, and so what are their... They just give you this look like, oh, shit. Well, I think, I think they true. all want the challenge. Yeah. Men and women oh. all think, oh, don't worry. I'll wait this one out. Yes. And then when you come around, I'm going to be here. And then when you don't come around, it's dagger. They're like, you never come around. You're like, hey, yo, I warned you. I warned you that my... Yeah, my emotional state is not there on yeah. them. Yeah. yeah, I need to refuel my emotional. What was that one movie with uh, Mandy Moore and she told she, they were in high school. Oh, Walk to Remember. Oh, <laughs> she's like, "Don't fall in love with me. <laughs> you can't fall in love with me. I told you not to fall in love with me." <laughs> and then she dying. dies of cancer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Told you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no doubt. How did we get off choice? I think this all goes back to no, choice. No, it sure certainly does. I mean, it does. Yeah. Well, for me, for my daily, and like I'm, the breakup's still fresh for me, is I choose not to let Nate have me that way anymore. And I'm not saying like physically, like he can't have my um, self-esteem anymore. 
I think the biggest thing too is you're choosing not to just have worthless um, relationships in your life because you make a choice to visit yourself and be honest and real and honest totally. with yourself. You know, I think I unconsciously made that decision a while ago because anyone that I felt wasn't beneficial um, to me, and I'm saying this in, in like knowledge, in wisdom, um, in friendships. In friendships. Like if you if you can't bring something to the table, um, then I can't give you my time mm-hmm. because I have these other really fucking kick ass people that I love so much and I want to spend time with them more. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Like any Well, I do notice, I have noticed in the past that when you are dealing with negative people and like these negative relationships, it we talked about like it uh, soaks up your sponge. Totally too much. Yeah. See, like now you're having problems focusing on the greater good. Oh, you know, yeah. on the greater it's things. It's exhausting away from it the healthy things in your life. Totally. So it's like, I remember being in that place when I'd be like, you know, surrounded by someone negative and didn't really. I wasn't being super aware of like what it was doing to me, but what yeah. it was doing it was taking me away from the other things that were more important. Absolutely. And That's the crazy part. Is sometimes we're so wound up in what's around us that we don't really take that step back and look at who could be the negative person in my life holding me back. Yeah. Right. Or the negative thing that I'm doing. Right. No doubt. Because that's a huge one. Like Like why why are we disrupting this temple of our body? Like, like oh yeah, like even you may not think it's a big deal, but you could be doing something day-to-day that you're not even really conscious about. Yeah. You know, like texting and driving. No doubt. It's a horrible one. I'm yeah. guilty for that. I know. I just voice it. No, just you for don't. the record. I do. No, you don't. I do. I, I drove voice with it. you for three I days. wasn't texting, kid. <laughs> she was texting and driving for the record. I was not. I Honestly, was the best policy. <laughs> <laughs> I think Jill's the one that's lying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a choice though. And you know, I worked with this girl, and I, I, the last time I saw her, I couldn't even be um, mad or upset with how she was treating me, because I took a step back and removed myself from the equation. And this girl is just mad suffering. <laughs> she is constantly in suffering, and when All I in general, yeah, yeah. like just everything is freaking challenge for her and um she got this tooth tattooed onto her bicep and I'm like cool you know that's cool and I never you know you don't really ask people for the meeting she had a really sarcastic face by the way yeah I didn't it was I didn't get it I didn't get it and it's not for me to get it's not for me to judge but anyway she offered her story and it was she has really hard time doing daily things that might come really easy to other people so she had to remind herself to that her teeth. that she is doing okay if she can do the simple things like brush and floss your teeth. To do that little thing to take care of yourself for her meant that she was doing okay. Because everything in her life was such a freaking challenge. But if she could do that, then she was okay. And I thought, shit. Such a simple thing. That's a fucking great tattoo, buddy. (laughs) (laughs) I want a fucking tooth. more. <laughs> I'm going to get a floss roll. But like really, this girl, like every time you saw her, her world was coming to an end. 
But when she got that tooth tattoo, I was like, okay, man, like, as long as you can put one foot in front of the other and you choose to or make that, that you daily. get that. Yeah. She you was know? extremely intelligent, which really broke my heart because she, she's just such a sad case. Ugh. And I couldn't, every time I'd see her, like, I couldn't talk to her because yeah. it was, this is happening and I'm crying and I can't do this, but it's all going to be okay. <laughs> and she thought she was being funny. And I'm like, I have clients like that and I have to mentally prepare myself because they come into my home, right? And I, oh. I pride my home on being just a home, like yeah. safe and warm. Yeah. And we're not here to like, I always have shut down people. I'm like, I don't want to gossip in this room. Mm. Like I live here with my son. I want this to be a, a good vibe. Yeah, good juju. Yes. <laughs> no bad juju. And I've had to like fire clients mm. because I'm just like, I can't emotionally take what you have to bring to the table. Totally. Heavy. Yes. And hard, because you want to be there for them. Yeah. Sure. And then like, you feel like the selfish person, because you can't lend an ear. But that <sighs> poisoning you. Yes. Yeah, you got to know You got to know what's good for you. Yeah. Like, I, I'll, I'll use a scenario. Um, one of my clients was sleeping with another one of my client's husbands. Ooh. <laughs> and I didn't put two and two together until, like, a few months down the road of doing both these women. And I was like, <sighs> like, who do you choose? You know, and it, and I had to just make a conscious decision and get rid of them both. Oh, interesting. That's a lot going on there. Yeah, that's interesting. But it was like I were they friends? No, they didn't know each other. They didn't know each other. Oh my gosh, such a holy scenario. It was tough. It was really tough. And and like it came down to the point where I'm like, do I tell her? Do I not? Like, which mm. one should I counsel? Like, it it came too much. I was thinking about it too much. So I was like. Nope, can't do it. Yeah. Both, both gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you chose. I made a choice. Yeah. Totally. That I couldn't let it sit on my conscience. Yeah. You chose peace in your house. <clears throat> yes. You chose peace. Yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean, ultimately, once you open your mouth saying something. It turns on you a lot of the time. Oh, yeah. And now mm-hmm. you're totally involved. Yep. Yeah. You're in it. Yep. I couldn't even imagine. God, no. That's, that's horrible. Jesus. You know, it's something that, this is kind of funny to think about. Um, I remember eons ago watching, ready for this name drop, Baywatch. <laughs> and there's this guy that was drowning and they were under the pier and the lifeguard was trying to save this guy, but the waves were smashing him up against the pier poles. And he put the guy in front of him to, the guy would take, the guy he's trying to rescue would take the hit and the lifeguard would be able to get them to shore. And I thought, what a weird thing to do. And then, you know, later in the episode, they talk about this guy had a broken neck and that the lifeguard was like, hey, if I had gotten broken, then that would have been two dead people in the water versus one wow. safe person on the shore. Wow. And so when you put your, when you, and like, I, I feel like so cheesy to carry this forward, but I always think of that. I always thought about that. It's That's never cool like that that impacted you. It, it, such, you know, I want to hear the rest of this story. But if you don't put yourself first, if you're not at your fullest health, then how can you help anyone else? Oh, oh. that's like say when someone falls overboard, you put your life jacket on first. Totally. Well, and the airplane, you put the mouth the, mouth, on the, the mask on first, yes. and then you help your child. Yeah. So if you're not at your fullest health, how are you gonna help anybody around you? How are you gonna offer love? How are you gonna yes. offer guidance or wisdom or perspective? How can you help oh, anyone else? That's so powerful. It's just like when you go to a regular gym or a gym and you see someone who is living a super unhealthy life coaching. I'm like, ah, like how? Why? Like you need to be your own recipe here. Totally. Like 
I, I can't take advice from you. No. I would struggle with that. I remember seeing uh, at a, like a conventional gym and they had, you know, trainers that work for the gym and they had this one girl working and she was totally obese and she was a trainer and she was training somebody while she was eating a regular granola bar, just like gnawing down on a, a children's granola bar. Okay. Those granola bars are so full of preservatives and sugar. And sodium. So, there's nothing good about that granola bar anymore. The shelf anymore. Of that granola bar is death in itself. Well, yeah. yeah. Right? So, how Scary. the fuck is she supposed to train somebody when she's stuffing her face and not doing the good for herself? Like, I can't see any of her, anybody of her clients doing well if she can't do herself. Like, it just, it just, that's what came to my mind. I'm like, that makes zero sense like I can't imagine she lasted long at that job <laughs> yeah so could you imagine trying to open your heart up to someone with half of a heart like, yeah here take my pieces yeah yeah <laughs> you know? let's try to rebuild your heart and now mine's gone <laughs> yeah 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 oh good topics guys Baywatch Baywatch isn't it's crazy? crazy how babe watch. I must have been ten or under. Yeah, when like I watched okay. That. So it's crazy how you'll take something, a scenario like that, and it clicks for you, and you apply it to your life. Well, and now this, and Linda would be so happy to hear me say this: is do unto others as you would have them do unto yourself. Wrote this a million times as a kid. Used to bully my twin all the time, and I'd write <laughs> it, and I'd write it, and I'd write it, and I just like, and I'd say it, and I'd pass it on so I can get out of grounding before mom went out, and I was like, and I'd say it, and then one day it just like. It clicked, you know, just like Baywatch. I watched the scenario, they said it, and I understood it, but it didn't, I still it didn't, didn't relate. Resonate. Yeah, it wasn't there. It wasn't in my bone marrow. And then one day I remember something happened, and I, and I wish I could remember the scenario. And I was like, oh, do one to others as you would have them do one to you. And I was like, gah! And it was like, I got That's like, what it means! <laughs> it was like shocked through my body, and I was like, I get it! <laughs> it's in my bone marrow, I got it. Yeah. Treat people the way you want to be treated. And you know, and it's crazy too. I, my mom would say to me, um, she would always pray for grace over my life. And I was always like, okay, <laughs> whatever that means. You know what I mean? Only if but, you could see her face when she did that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but, um, just in the last few years, there's been moments where I've had girlfriends that had to come live with me mm. and people were just like, you're, you're too nice. But I was like, you know, one day someone's going to do this for me mm. or in a different scenario. And I've had moments where my friends have done stuff for me that I'm just like, oh, I feel like I can't repay you. But mm. I know that that is a recipe of what you put out. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Well, it sounds like you're doing pay it forward, you know? Yeah. Where someone does a kind thing for you, but instead of returning that kindness to that specific person... You pass that kindness forward to another totally. person. And then they'll pass your kindness on to somebody else. Yeah. Pay it forward. It's such and a I, beautiful thing. I feel it like is. you probably know this because you're in the service industry. I used to serve. I served for like 10 years. And my biggest thing was when I would go out, I would always tip really well. Mm-hmm. And I would, and then people would be like, holy. And I'm like, you know what? Like I live off my tips. I feel like if I don't respect other servers, if they've done a good job, who's going to respect me? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, even before I was in the service industry, this used to drive Leah crazy, my twin. And then she ended up being a server, and I got to shove it in her face and be like, I told you I was right. Anyways, the story goes is when we were younger, before I was in the service industry, I would always give, like, an extra 2 or $3, maybe 4 And Leah would throw her hands in the air, and she'd be like, you 
dip them too much. And I said, you know what, Leah? That extra two or three dollars for me is a better day for them. Maybe they were having a shitty day and that 20% tip I gave them made them feel like they could restore their faith in humanity. Yeah. And then she started serving and she started talking to tips though, tips with me. I was like, do you want me to say it? She's like, I know what you're going to say. You're tell me about the time I lost it on you and you tell me that you were storing your faith in humanity. <laughs> I was like, well, I'm just going to say I was right. She's like, you were right. I'm like, okay, cool. I told you so. You know, like I, it wasn't a sacrifice for me. It's not like I was, maybe I should have been budgeting my money, but like. Yeah, but when it's like, it's like when you're paying a compliment, you're doing it for you in this that, sense. Totally. Yeah, like, like. Wait a minute, explain that. Okay, so, so you see somebody, like, absolutely fucking love their hair. Sure. You're loving their hair more than they're loving their hair. They, they don't know, they don't know you for shit. Okay. And you're like, I love your hair, but you do that for you. You're just like, or you say. Why did I do that for me? Because, help me it out. made you feel good inside to say it out loud. It was it was like something that you're not you weren't like I'm gonna tell Tip she's really pretty today because she needs to hear it. Yeah. No. Sometimes you would give those maybe, but unless you actually thought that in your head, like you wouldn't just say it. You know what I mean? It's something that a pro a process that you thought about. Mm, okay. So now that brings you to authenticity. Mm-hmm. I feel like when I pay someone a compliment, it's authentic. Totally. Like I like I truly mean it. And that's what she's saying. Yeah, but it's not to my benefit to tell this person that. No, I really no, no, but you, you did it. You did, you did it for it. you. Like yeah, you did it because it you was didn't do it you because, felt. Yeah, you didn't do strong. it to boost their ego. You didn't do it to let them know that they did a damn good job on their hair today, so that they feel better. You didn't do it to make them feel better. It, we, we do it for ourselves. Gamba Athletics. It's a brand, community, and culture. It also stands for warrior. We fully support them because it's about staying humble in your sport, but work hard with grit. It's not about popularity and how many followers or likes you get. Mind you, this does help the brand grow and the message but it's about how you make others feel, supporting your teammates and treating them like family. They have grown a lot as a team in a short period of time because they only launched a few months ago. It's really hard not to want to be a part of this culture and what they stand for. They are branded mostly through their quality apparel. This brand not only makes you look cool, but it feels amazing. They do free domestic shipping over $75. Their headquarters is located in San Diego, California. To find this beautiful product, you can look them up on their website at gambaathletics.com. They're also very active on Instagram, so make sure you follow them at gambaathletics. Thanks, guys, and uh, hope you check them out. So compliments. Well, yeah, like when we okay. What were you gonna say, Jill? You were gonna say something about yeah. I wouldn't say agree with what you're saying is we do it for ourselves because it's not something that's giving us ourselves gratitude. It's more in a sense of like you felt passionate about giving a woman a compliment on her hair, 
that you said it out loud. And it, it's not, I don't think it's something that we like overly think about. I mean, sometimes we do in scenarios, but I wouldn't say it's for self-satisfaction. I would almost like... Sometimes, well... <coughs> yeah. It takes a social grace to be able to be comfortable enough to talk about somebody else. Yes. Don't you think? Totally. I think that... And when I, say I think it's really... Grace, I like, think it's super healthy too because if you're... Like, if you're an insecure person and you're like, oh, look at that bitch with the hair. Or, oh my God, look at that girl. She's so pretty fucking here. You know, like, instead of saying those things, it would be conducive to be like, you know what? I love your hair. Or, oh my God, you're so pretty. Or, I love your shoes. Or, whatever. But when you when you do those, that is for, that's for you to feel better. That's for you to be, bring yourself up a few notches. Yes, like... It's being a little, yeah, exactly. Because I remember being in a place where I was struggling giving compliments because I didn't, I don't know what it was. I just didn't feel confident in myself that I was those things. Well, that's what, say I, that. that's what yeah. I would, like, I really do chop it down and I use these words um, sincerely. There's, I say, socially able, which is us being able to speak to one another and interrupt and be honest. And then I, and this, maybe this is not the right word, um, but socially retarded. And I mean retarded in the terms as you cannot bring yourself to say some words. You know, like I've known some people that are so shy, they're like, bodies are crying inside. Yeah. And so I think that when you pay a compliment, you're socially able. And I'm not saying that just because you don't pay a compliment to someone you're socially retarded, but no. you just are more comfortable speaking. Exactly. Yourself. Exactly. Speaking your truths. I agree. I think there is... I think with this compliment thing, you and I might have to agree to disagree. Because I don't think that I've ever paid a I just compliment don't, I don't to think I'm, I'm. I don't think I'm, like, delivering it very let me, well. Let That's me tell all. you a story and you t- think, tell me if this is what goes along with it. Um, I went to a juice bar and the girl behind the till was, in my opinion, stunning. And so I was looking at her and she had crazy acne. Like, all mm-hmm. over, scars... And I just looked at her and I was like, you are so beautiful. And she was just like, like, I thought she was going to cry. Oh, <laughs> you know, like maybe she hadn't been told that in a while. And so I went, whatever, went and ate my food. And about a month later, I broke up, broke out in crazy acne. And I thought about that woman. I was like, gosh, this is crazy. I need to remind myself that I'm beautiful, mm. even with the acne, because mm-hmm. I don't want, like... I want someone like that to, you know, you know, like I want. So you don't have no I need idea to what that did for What her. I said to her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And myself. Oh, that was a powerful ending. Well, there you go. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I get it. Maybe I get it. Just took a couple to go. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a really methodical person. It takes me a long time to understand a concept. <laughs> yeah, it, it sure it takes, does. You it takes see- me like. Beating myself. I gotta break it down, repiece it together, and you know, break no, it down again. You should see our group messages. <laughs> Lindsay, don't try to text me anything. Like question after question, I was like, oh, here she goes off again, topic, asking off questions, <laughs> choices. Totally, <laughs> I need to know every choice I have. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? What color was that? What's the options? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> more information this <laughs> brutal no I think that's cool I like that I want to have you back on you yeah. talk very well oh thanks yeah 
That's really kind of you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I agree. Well, I'm comfortable in this room. This you can talk about your... <laughs> you're not socially retarded. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I'm going to get slammed for that. Yeah, Leah's going to kill you. I, tr- I, I, I hate I know, that word, too. I never use it. Yeah. I never use yeah. it, but that, I, I truly do mean it. There's I like, don't know what other word socially inept. Yeah. Yeah. Or, like... Social anxiety? There's a dictionary and thesaurus right there. Anyways. Just saying. Anyways. No, thank you so much for coming on. I think that was, this was like a perfect topic, and I know lots of people will help be able to take fun. something from it. There's some yeah. good stories yeah. in there. <laughs> Sweet. Okay, we'll check you all later. Yeah, this is a sweet tune. We want to thank Lil Kid for bringing us uh, a beautiful piece. And yeah, we'll see him soon. Um, we want to thank you guys so much for coming onto the podcast. We're so grateful. It is so important for us to move forward to really know who's listening. So, in order to do that, we need rate and rate some reviews through our uh, other platforms. What do you got there, Jill? I think the biggest one that they can rate and review us is actually on iTunes right now. Cool. Um, You can go on there, and if you subscribe is the best way to do it um, because then we can get your feedback and your review. Um, The only way people will really be able to find us now actually on iTunes because they actually took away the search function. Yeah, you can't put in keywords or anything like that. No. So. so it'd be hard for people out there to really get to know us unless you go ahead and help us out by rating us, downloading us, giving us a review, and then there's more athletes out there like you or just general public who can, you know, take something from our podcast and the message we're trying to get out there. Totally. So the our most favorite platform right now that we're using is Instagram, so you can find us on box talk podcast uh we also have a hashtag that we're using right now is box talk podcast and i totally encourage you to use that and take us in things that inspire you or you know want want us to get to know you Uh, we like that too yeah totally sweet see you next week